coming up on Outcast UK. The site that used to be the home of Chariots, the former gay sauna in fancy London, could be reinvented as an immersive spaceship experience. I think I had a few immersive experiences. <laughs> this is the UK's hottest LGBTQ plus podcast. Outspoken. Outrageous. Outcast UK. It is Outcast UK. Welcome along, everybody. Welcome along to Kevin McGraw. Welcome back, Kev. Hi. Episode uh, number three of our queer news updates, where we basically uh, update the LGBTQIA plus diaspora uh, with all of the um, the latest goings on from our world. Uh, we'll be doing that. Kev will be giving you a solid five minutes or so of misery in just a sec, um, and we'll follow that with a chat about the misery. Um, quite a long one last week, an Easter special in many ways. It was. I do believe that some people actually died of natural causes over the length of that podcast. Uh, well, how would you summarise the the, the, the the big news this week? I know we're going to have a chat about saunas in a bit, and I've got a lot to prep for that. <laughs> <laughs> sure you have. I have. Uh, lots of trans stuff this week. Oh, right, OK. A lot of politics. Yeah. And a bit of Tom Daly. Um, Kev, uh, what's going on? Cheers, Graham. The Scottish government's off to court after its planned gender recognition reforms were vetoed by Westminster. Legislation was passed last December by Holyrood to speed up and simplify the process used by trans people to get their preferred gender legally certified from the age of 16. It was vetoed by the UK government in January. Here's Rishi Sunak to explain why. We had concerns as the UK government, Secretary of State, set this out at the time, concerns about how Scotland's Gender Recognition Act would interact with reserve powers about the operation of the Equalities Act, the protection of women uh, elsewhere in the UK as well. A recent opinion poll shows fewer than one in five people in Scotland actually want Holyrood to challenge the UK government on this. But Shirley Ann Somerville, who's Scotland's Social Justice Secretary, says they are pressing ahead. I appreciate there are different views on gender recognition and on this issue. But when a parliament has decided upon a bill, then I think it's very important that the Scottish Government defends the will of Parliament. And if we let the, the UK Government get away with a veto, then the question must be where else they would go with, with this type of veto. Concerns have also been raised by some women's rights campaigners over the potential impact on single-sex spaces for females. Dylan Hamilton is trans and says he's relieved this is going to court. I came out about five years ago now, um, and this kind of change would have been a lot easier <laughs> had it come in a bit earlier in the sense of having the correct details for uni and not having to stress about it. Um, it should be just quite a minor change in the scale of things we need, but it's become this huge, big culture war, um, which is really not very nice to see when people talk about you in those ways. The UK government says it'll put up a robust defence of its position in court. There's claims concerns over transphobia have led to seven senior officials resigning from the Equality and Human Rights Commission. It's what Vice World News is saying, and that it's all to do with the advice the EHCR was asked to provide the government on how to amend the UK's Equality Act. This could ultimately lead to trans people being prevented from entering some single-sex spaces. Among those believed to have quit, a board member, an executive director, and four other directors, and some of gone in the last week or so. The HCR says it rejects accusations it's become transphobic or gender critical. It turns out one of the best ways to make the knuckle draggers absolutely void their bowels is to have a trans woman promote beer and sports bras. Dylan Mulvaney's been seen dressed up as Audrey Hepburn drinking Bud Light and wearing a Nike crop top and leggings. I know the world is about to fall off its axis. 
In response, bedwetting trolls have criticised the two companies for endorsing a trans woman. The singer Kid Rock, off of Who Cares, has gone to the effort of filming himself firing a rifle at a case of Bud Light, and some attention seeker on the old TikToks vomited some ignorance, burned her sports bra and misgendered Dylan, calling her a little boy. Dylan's been speaking on Rosie O'Donnell's Onward podcast. I started my transition just a year ago, publicly. I had been taking hormones before that. I'd come out to my family and friends. And the reason that I think I am so, um, I'm an easy target is because I'm still new to this. I think going after a trans woman that's been doing this for like, 20 years is a lot more difficult. Yeah, good luck. Like, Tom Daly and his husband, Dustin Lance Black, have had a tiny little baby boy. Oh. The 28-year-old Olympic divers announced the news on social media. Phoenix Rose Black Daly is the couple's second son. They've also got a four-year-old called Robbie. Tom and Dustin have had both children via a surrogate. They've gone through the process in America rather than the UK, though, because they say surrogates and the intended parents aren't as well protected legally in the UK. A magazine staffed by and targeting women and non-binary people of colour is closing after eight years. Galdem says it's down to financial and structural challenges faced by independent media. It was set up back in 2015 and helped a number of young and minority writers to start their careers. An LGBTQ couple from Ukraine who escaped the war with Russia have had what they're calling the wedding of their dreams in the UK. Tatiana and Yulia have been together for 10 years and they've been wanting to make it official for ages. Same-sex marriages and civil partnerships aren't recognised in Ukraine, though. They've now settled in Derbyshire and tied the knot at Ripley Town Hall. And the site that used to be the home of chariots, the former gay sauna in that there London, could be reinvented as an immersive spaceship experience. It closed back in March 2020 because of the Covids, but now Lambeth Council's received an application to repurpose the two railway arches in Vauxhall. Music and dance performances, indoor sporting events and plays are part of the plans. If Chariots does become an immersive spaceship experience, it'll continue the site's association with thrusting rockets and black holes. And that's your queer news from Outcast UK. Thanks, Kev. Um, Just having a quick look through some of the the things this week. Lots of politics. I can't talk about a lot of this. You know that, don't you? Why? Well, there is a local elections in early May, as you well know. I do. And you you can talk about it because you can you can sort of balance it out. You do it in a very newsy way. If I talk about it, what am I go- What would you imagine? What would what would I not be allowed to do? Just so people know the rules, I can't say fuck the Tories. <laughs> I can't say that, so I wouldn't say yeah. that. I'd have to then go fuck the Labour Party, fuck the Lib Dems, fuck the Greens, and the Independents. Can you start singing Oh Jeremy Corbyn? You're like they do at festivals. But no, that wouldn't pass no. the filter. Not at the moment. He's still Assum- alive? No, he's still gone. He's been kicked out the Labour Party. Um, but no, we don't, we don't mind Jeremy Corbyn. We also don't mind Rishi Sunak and whoever is in charge of the Lib Dems nowadays. So, yeah, we'll just gloss over uh, the political elements there. What I will say is just, uh, uh, just a bit of a shitty time to be trans at the moment, isn't it? It just seems to be... Um, there's some people, and I'm not going to mention parties or anything now because this goes across all parties, because mm. Tories and Labour have got elements in them that are transphobic, which always comes as a surprise to people. There's, I mean... I was about to say, obviously, there's transphobic Tories. <laughs> but some people would argue that that was the case. 
But it's also the case, you could be argued, that Labour has similar amounts of people in the ranks, or some people in the ranks, that are also transphobic. And um, a, a commentary I would make regarding the fallout of the Gender Recognition Act in Scotland is the only people who are going to be missing out here, other than trans people, if you just focus on this politically, the SNP is completely... It's fucked now. Mm. Um, and this seems to have been the final thing that sort of brought down the SNP. And what that has created is an opening a space politically for... And again, I think I'm having to slow down while I'm saying this so I don't sort of... Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's now a space in Scotland for those 59 to 60 seats um, that were SNP that now are probably not going to be SNP. Well, that creates a major opening for the Labour Party that lost a load of seats in Scotland. It used or to be. us, because we could start a party and we could steam in there and we hoover could, up those seats. We could, we could hoover up all the seats. Yeah, I mean, at this sort of, this close to the election, you probably just would be allowed to just hoover the seats. Well, I'm, I am Scottish, so, you know, oh, I, I know okay. some people. You could be the next... I'm probably related to Nicholas Sturgeon. <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me, you I know. I my hair on hers. Well, yeah. Impeccable hair. Yeah. Say what you like about Nicholas Sturgeon. That is impeccable hair. Yeah, and th- those shoulder pads, mm. they take me back to a different era. Are you really from the same neck of the woods as Nicholas Sturgeon? Without just saying Scottish. <laughs> oh, right, I thought she was from Paisley or something then. Yeah, so that that's what I think at the moment. I'm like, all of this aside, it's awful for trans people who, uh, and, and I'm spreading the blame across all political parties here, mm. some more than others. It's awful for them. Uh, but, but what this has done is created a, a political opportunity for Labour in particular to pick up seats that it lost and was struggling to get a majority. So, you know, it's going to be really interesting how this pans out, but it seems to be um, the sacrificial lambs being the trans community. And I think that's that's incredibly sad. Fewer than one in five people in Scotland actually want Holyrood to challenge the UK government on this. You know, it's good to be on the right side of history, isn't it? Mm. It is. It feels right. What I worry about now is that we're, we're going to be on the right side, but the losing side of this. Yeah, that's an interesting way of putting it. It's horrible though, isn't it? Yeah. You know, you've got a, a situation now where it's 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 considered amongst a lot of people to be a thoroughly reasonable position to be transphobic. And um, I, I, I wouldn't have seen that one coming a few years ago. Never understood the whole fascination with single sex spaces. Mm. Where are all these people waiting to jump on women in single sex spaces all ready to attack. I don't I don't get the mindset there. You don't it's it's not something that happens very often at all. It has there has been things happened. But it's not a it's not a, a regular occurrence. The biggest threat to, to women's safety is um is cisgender men. Yeah. And there doesn't seem to be a great deal done to try and change that. Does that I mean effectively in this country at the moment you know, um, rape is, is I mean, legalised, but the, the conviction rates are so low that it's effectively being decriminalised. That's more worthy of people's attention, I think, than trying to vilify the trans community, yeah. in my opinion. Dylan Mulvaney being jumped on by loads of people by on TikTok, who's just been horrible. For Kid Rock. <laughs> no. Who cares? Kid Rock. Fuck firing, off, Kid Rock. Firing a rifle at a case of Bud Light. <laughs> But see, I am a bit torn now because on the one hand, I don't think I'd be seen dead drinking Bud Light. On the other hand, I think I now have to start drinking it to be seen as a trans ally. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely. You know, I mean, normally I'm IPAs. 
Yeah, but now. IPA. Straight, <laughs> straight in the Bud Lights now. Uh, but I am wearing my Nike sports bra, though, so, you know. Looks lovely on you. Brings out my eyes. It does. Tom Daly and his husband, Dustin Lance Black, have had a baby boy. This is through um, surrogacy. Um, uh, Lance Bass off NSYNC, as you thought it was the other week. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I, get his, I get his name confused all the time. Yeah, I thought it was Lance, um, Lance Bass. Which one was he in NSYNC? Uh, the one that's called Lance Bass. No, I need to have a look at him now, just so I can... Uh, uh, sort of blonde Did hair. he have a perm? No, that was Timberlakes, wasn't it? Lance Bass. American singer. Oh, God. Oh, God. What? Him, that one. Yeah. Why are you oh God in? I know, it's not too bad there. But yeah, it's, it's not how I how I remember him. Anyway, we, we digress. Yeah, I look like Jimmy Somerville, I can't talk. You do, actually. You're what, you, you, for anyone who's struggling to imagine what Kevin looks like, and I know people are always doing that when they listen to things, Kevin does look astonishingly like Jimmy Somerville. Yeah, if he was in an accident. <laughs> <laughs> Don't leave me this way. <laughs> Yeah, so Tom Daly and his husband, Dustin Lance uh, Black, Black, not Bass, uh, they've had a baby boy. Um, baby is called Phoenix Rose Black Daly. So uh, Dustin gets top billing in the surname. Because Black Daly. Why doesn't Tom? Because Tom's the more famous one. Yeah, he Should is, be Daly Black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should, just, I just, just intrigued by the politics of that there. That, that, that The politics of their relationship's intriguing. Maybe it's because Dustin's older. By 50 years, is it? Is he 50 <laughs> years older than Tom? Or thereabouts? <laughs> um, have you seen the... Um, there's a, a thing where uh, Tom Daly is doing an Instagram Live. And uh, I think he's got no T-shirt on. I thought you can say he's, I think he's got no teeth. <laughs> he's got no teeth, yeah. He's toothless. <laughs> he's got no T-shirt on. Yeah. And in the background, him off NSYNC comes in. <laughs> Lance Bass Dustin Lance Bass I'm going to forget what his real name is now <laughs> This is the reason I call um, What do you think of Volivants? What do you have? Uh, you, there's, there's Ramekins? No, Volivants you, can, can, Canapes Canapes yeah? Yes, you say canapes Canapes You say it so much as canapes as Not a comedy a thing No, but I've, I forgot what they were called So I've gone to things and said Can I have one of those canapes please? And people are like do you I think mean? you're welcome. I can't <laughs> say chorizo. I have to say chorizo because I feel pretentious oh, it does. saying chorizo. Yeah, it is pretentious saying chorizo. Like, who does she think she is? Yeah, no, 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 exactly. Who does she think she is? So anyway, uh, back to them. Um, Dustin Lance thingy. Lance bastard. He comes in. Tom Daly's got no top on. Mm-hmm. And, um, and this is, I think you can still find this. I hope so. He's got no top on. Uh, yeah. And that doesn't really narrow it down though, does it? Um, no. So he's doing some live. I don't know if he's knitting, but no top. Of, fuck knows what he's doing. It's live mad. Knitting. It's mad what he's doing. And um, he's chatting away, all the questions. And Dustin comes in in the background and he's like, uh-huh, oh, well, she's thirsty. This one is thirsty. Look at how thirsty she is. And then Tom Daly looks awkward. He's like, I'm doing a... Mm, thirsty chaps or something like that <laughs> and I am just paraphrasing and then the, the 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 live goes off the Instagram live goes off and you're like fucking hell is it just like Joe Biden's walked into you know some really old man's just watch she's thirsty <laughs> <laughs> I think I don't want to be horrible about them I don't want to be horrible but about you're them but you're gonna no I, I, I'm not I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is what I've seen on a thing 
That's all I'm saying. What you're saying is what you've seen on a thing. On a thing, yeah. And what more evidence? And that you is need. the incisive chat that people <laughs> come here for. I've seen a thing on a thing of him doing of, of that, and I thought, oh, I'd love to be a fly on the wall in that. Do you know what's occurred to me recently? Camera though? on the wall. Um, so they they've got two kids now. Yes. Um, would you? I mean, so I'm 45. When I was coming out, I was early 20s. That was never. A prospect to have kids. No, never no. seemed like a realistic. There, there was there was a, a rich couple in Cheshire in like the mid nineties. Mm-hmm. I think they were like you know millionaires. Yeah, um, and it was like front page of the tabloids because it was such an unusual thing. They, they got a surrogate in America or something. And I've, I have wondered latterly, but I've never felt paternal. But if it had seemed like have a real maternal though? <laughs> all the time, yeah, just for anyone called Matt. Yeah, yeah. Um, have you ever felt the need to feed someone on one of your teeth? Come on, my yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, I, d- I just wonder latterly if it, things would have been different if I'd thought that was a realistic prospect of as a gay man having quite, a kid. Quite, yeah, quite possibly. And how it makes you feel as you enter the kind of like adult life. My dotage. How <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 we entered adult life thinking that marriage wasn't for us. Yeah. Um, having kids, don't be silly, you know. And it probably does change how you're going to behave, doesn't it? If you feel that you're kind of like automatically excluded from certain things, it, it, you automatically just think, "Well, I'm just not even going to." Well, I just, like I just never gave it a second thought. I thought, "I'm gay. That's not for me." You know, that's that's not a thing that we do. Mm. That's that. Mm-hmm. And now I wonder. I mean, I'm not. I'm not sort of thinking at it with any in terms of regret or anything. You know, kids. My God, fucking I just can't pain. imagine having kids. Fuck off. Oh no, such <laughs> I can a fucking pain. Barely tolerate other people's. My my mum is like she's going through because my nan died um, a few weeks ago. Mm. She's now going through one of them stages. Oh, I've got no grandchildren. I'm like, well, maybe you might. And she's like, proper black. I have this is a thing in my family. Is this a hint she's dropping? And she just wants. She just wants me to be with child, and I'm like, mum, it's it's not biologically possible. Um, and she's she kind of like, yeah, she's dropping all the hints again now and it makes me feel a bit bad. My nan used to say that to me as well. Say what I like about her, she's dead. <laughs> I don't know, she used to do it. No, me and my nan were incredibly close, but she used to go, oh, your mum could do it, grandchildren, like it was my God-given duty. Mm. Like, well, everyone's spent most of the last X amount of years of my life being like, children are not for you. Well, so you want me to just fucking produce one at my... Also, I'm my ass, you're one. gay. Your brother's gay. Yeah. If your mum had actually pulled a fucking finger out, that's what a straight child. That, <laughs> you know what I mean? So anyway, them they're having a surrogate. Actually, I've lined up a, a chat with uh, someone who's having a kid, Jenny Gay. Her name's Jenny Gay. Oh, amazing. I know, I know. And I was like, it's, it's, it's a wind up. And she's like, no, her name's Jenny Gay. She's an author. She was on a few weeks ago talking about after off the back of our chat. It was straight off the back of our mm. chat about um, uh, uh, LGBTQ plus children's books and she wrote um a sort of inclusive children's book that has like an array of different families because she felt like her own kids could do it saying that yeah so she's coming back on to talk about how um she instead of surrogacy uh, her and her partner um uh, are going through the uh, the ivf route but privately and again dustin dustin from nsync and tom daly they're minted this this person who I've been speaking to, she's an author, her other half owns like a chain of businesses. They're getting their IVF done in LA. Yeah. The big differentiator here is economic. You know, if you are, if you've got the money 
you can have whatever life you you want as an LGBTQ plus person. I think the same goes for trans people when people are like, oh, doesn't she look, she looks a bit rough, you know, because they've had to transition and they haven't had the, the money or the good fortune to, to be to, for everything to line up medically and they yeah. haven't been able to go away and get their, their features softened and there's some people that just, they're not quite there yet. The process isn't completed in terms of the whole transformation of them. And the, the, the difference there is money. Yeah. Isn't it? The, the people who land it successfully, oh, and you're also minted. But it kind of like that. So the key here, the key to happiness and to a full life is cash. <laughs> um, so yeah, that, that chat we'll be dropping. We'll be having a chat about that, that IVF situation. Um, and uh, people uh, in LGBTQIA plus relationships and how they are parenting and how they are having their children. And that is um, that follows this episode uh, in the next week or so. Well, you ask how much the surrogacy cost. I'm going to let you in on a secret here, a trade secret. The, I've already done the chat and, um, oh, let the cat out the bag. They're not all live. Uh, no, I didn't ask, but I know that you're looking at like, like the cost of a small house. Now, I know where the house should be. Hebden Bridge. Oh, please. That's where all the lesbians live, yes, isn't it? All, all the lesbians live in Hebden Bridge. Is that still a thing? I think so. And what I think I was always I was always fascinated by that idea that um, gay women choose to live in Hebden Bridge. Was it was Hebden Bridge, Yorkshire, or the, yeah, or the Peaks? Um, I think we have a lot to learn from the stereotypes surrounding gay women, and that is that. Can we go uh, through them all now, just for my amusement? Right, uh, for the purposes of Kevin's amusement, here is a list of stereotypes about gay women. Kev, take it away. <laughs> I was hoping you would go through the stereotypes. No, no, no. I, were you hoping that I don't? You're going to say Katie Lang. Katie Lang. Short yeah. hair. Short, snooker. Short hair. Plain snooker. And this is our experience of gay bars in about 1998, 1999. Oh, I've just been watching, re-watching Queer as Folk. Yeah. Um, and uh, so obviously you've seen lots of gay bars in 1999. Uh-huh. Um, but then I got onto season two. Fuck me, it's terrible. Oh yeah, shit, yeah. Oh my God. I forgot about it until you they mentioned only made it the thing. I think it's in like two episodes. <clears throat> yeah, it's awful. It's, it's ridiculous. So, this is the the, 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 orig- the OG one in Manchester. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah. Not the Yankee yeah, one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, some of it's terrible. The first season, so amazing, so well written, just so good. Mm. And then I don't know what happened. It's like torch. It goes off one a cliff. Thing. Yeah, it's terrible. So the back to the stereotypes about around gay I women. I di- diverted us from that. No, no, no. I'm still there. Um, so the, there's the ones that people say. And are they all um, vegan? All vegan. All vegan. All vegan. To a man. Um, <laughs> but also the gay women in the Manchester gay scene would often take themselves off out of the city and live in one of the nice sort of villagey sort of areas on the periphery sort of the peaks a little bit into Yorkshire when you say mm. Hebden Bridge and we used to be as young men like oh off they go Hebden Bridge is it oh they're all vegan well now I'm kind of like they all seem like reasonable decent things it's almost like they had it all sewn up yeah in realising yeah. that they didn't want to go out drinking all the time and hanging around with dickheads in the village <laughs> this is very specific to North West England <laughs> it really is um, so there we go. Yeah, that will be on our next episode. Jenny Gay uh, and her, her IVF um, journey. And it is interesting to hear. It, sad there that you, you brought up about uh, a magazine staffed by and targeting women and non-binary people of colour is closing after eight years. Galdem. Um, it says it's down to financial and structural challenges faced by independent media. Sounds about right. Um, 
apparently this qualifies as a kind of independent media. And as you can see, we're swimming in jacuzzis of cash. <laughs> we are. It's sad because of the it give new talent a chance, and I think that's that is that is very sad. You don't care. Had you ever heard of this magazine no. before? No. No, but when I read Shut it, I was like, that sounds like a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> well, shame you weren't a bit more supportive when it was, <laughs> when it was a thing. No, come on now. No, I know I do. I, I, I just I just understand how it's not made any money. Because, <laughs> you know, it's it's hard to, especially when you're making a magazine. Yeah. Why couldn't they switch it to PDF? <laughs> it doesn't have the same ring about it, does it? In other news... Um, a couple from the Ukraine, LGBTQ couple from the Ukraine who escaped the war with Russia, they've had the wedding of their dreams. Sadly for them, it was in Derbyshire. Well, have they not suffered enough? <laughs> this is true. And it's, it's nice to hear that. Um, same-sex marriages and civil partnerships aren't recognised in the Ukraine, which um, doesn't surprise me. But yeah. They're, they're, they're working on it, aren't they? They've got other things. They've got other things with. going on at the moment. It's slightly troublesome, the situation over there, isn't it, it is. with our rights? It vexes me. You're not married. No, I was supposed out. to get married in April 2020 in New York. Yes. Just me and Ian. Yes. Uh, and then there was a, a pandemic. Oh, God. So and it when... was fucking... Exactly the point at which we should have got married, it was when New York was like the fucking epicentre of Plague COVID. Pit. And they had all the white tents outside. Was it like mobile morgues or something? Yeah, they did, yeah. Um, so, you know, on the one hand, it was sad that we couldn't get married. On the other hand, we're sort of glad not to be anywhere near New York. Yeah. Just staying at home. So when are you going to complete the... The deal. Yeah, Seal yeah. the deal. When are you going to make an honest man of him? Well, then we got the house renovated last year, so that's just superseded everything, mm-hmm. so I don't know. I always think that like doing something like getting the house renovated or buying a house, it's kind of like, it's more more of a bind than... A wedding, isn't yeah. it? Oh, it's a bind. <laughs> it's a bind, all right. But that, but it is, isn't it, mate? You can't just... Oh, I'm fucking bored Yeah, now. it's a commitment, isn't it? I'll have the extension dissolved. You can't do that, can you? You can't. My nerves have been dissolved with yeah. their... Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's a full-on so when's, when's thing. The, when's, when's, the, when's the date? Uh, I don't... Because as well, the date that we'd picked was the day of our first date using the word date a lot. Um, so that was the reason, because it was going to be 10 years Okay. in April 2020. You have to wait for 20 then. <laughs> yeah. Um, so now we can pick any old date, really. So we're not tied to a specific date, because we just thought there was a nice... Yeah, um, that's nice. It was very nice and neat and tidy. Yeah, it's cute. It's 10 years since uh, since we first met, but now we can do it whenever. So we've sort of talked a little bit about maybe doing it in the autumn. But yeah. I, don't, I don't know. And it would still be in New York. You do it on your birthday like an absolute fucking diva. <laughs> My mother did that. She got married on her birthday. She? Yeah, she's diva. So um, I'm sure you're going to, because you, your birthday's September the 10th. 10th. Yeah. wonder why I remember that. Yeah, I was upstage the next day. Yeah, you were fuming about that little, little bit. And um, oh, here we are. Finally, we get to the a bit, all of this, wasn't it? Not been, I've not had any emotional connection to any of the content we've done so far. I know, like that magazine closing. <laughs> oh, I really care about no, that. I, no, I, I'm going to have to make this clear. I do care about you that. Give a shit. No, I could. I just ne- so disingenuous. I just never heard of it. Oh, good, you had to drag out my. I'd never heard of it. But when I read the rise up, I thought that sounds nice. I'm labelling you inauthentic. <laughs> <laughs> well, fine. Like that other fucker. <laughs> 
It's gone to Kevin Z not being live on the air, hasn't it? Yeah, it it's just, I thought it would be quite hard for me to shake the habit of not swearing. Oh, no, you've absolutely shook and it. And the only thing I haven't said is the C-bomb, but I'm saving that for the 100th episode. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've said that. I've said that. I haven't dropped it yet. No, no, you will. I will. Some point. I will. Yeah, are you gonna are you gonna crack open the champagne when you do? They'll be <laughs> yeah. all like confetti, a but... ticker tape today. <laughs> X amount of days since I last did a five live bulletin, but I dropped the C bomb <laughs> on a podcast today, and we're all fine. I've never even done in live radio. You know the whole Jeremy Hunt thing. I've accidentally. You've never said Jeremy Hunt. No, even Nicky Campbell's done that. Oh, the great and good. I've done that, but I've not quite been there yet. What? How would you handle it if you if you did? Do that. I would. Would you? Would you? Would you laugh? I probably because I. I always live have been a laugher on the air. So yeah, but the, yeah, but when it was appropriate, when you're on like fucking Galaxy or something with me years ago, do you know you what? Sorry, then slight detour. Somebody once miss the DJ who was in charge of pressing buttons while I'm doing the news misjudged the this kind of story that I was launching into. Played in a cash register sound effect, and it was a story about rape. Oh, my God. Just thought I was going one way with it, and I was completely going a different way Oh, with my it. God. Where, where was that? Uh, 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 just, I'll switch off the mic. Yeah, the mic's going off. I thought so. So we, we can't... Who, who was it? Send in, your, send in your answers, please. Send them in the post as well, just for all time's sake. Fuck. And wasn't mortified. Yeah. And I just thought, I said, look, it's fine. You didn't know where I was going and just carried on. Oh, you, yeah. you apologise on air? I, I just said, because... Sorry about that. We didn't understand what was... Yeah. Yeah. Because oh it just because it was so wrong. It's so bad. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was because you never would do that. No, would you? no, It was no, just, no. it just was a complete misunderstanding. Off the charts. What the, the story I was launching into was. But yeah, if I said to the C-bomb on the air, I think... It would be, I'd go very hot. Um, would, I, would I make reference to it or would I just carry on? I don't know. But I don't think you can make And then I'd get really reference. nervous and I'd laugh. You can't, no, you, you, you can't make reference to it. Sorry, I just said can't. You can't. You can tell I'm used to it. I just, they just slide out on yeah. me. But you, one day we'll get one out of you. <laughs> but if you were on, there's one thing being on like a... Can't! Sorry. Oh, God. <laughs> It's one, it's one thing being... Where's all the fucking party <laughs> Canty. It's one thing being on, like, a... Cunt. A fun, a fun show. Mm. Um, and it's another thing being on, like... I don't know. Like, Have you read the news on Radio 2? No. Oh, well, we've got the wrong Kev. <laughs> uh, no, you have on Radio 5. In 5 Live, yeah. If you're on 5 Live, you wouldn't start laughing after you said Jeremy Cunt. No, well, I don't know because nerves. You know, you know when the only thing you cannot do more than anything else is laugh, and that's the only thing you want to do. Fucking kamikaze, so Kev. I could, I could see it happening, but I know that I wouldn't want to be laughing. And then if you start laughing, then it'd feed off itself, and it get worse and worse and worse. And imagine if they the, they just left you. <laughs> everyone walked out yeah they don't touch any of the buttons no one brings in the next trail no one plays a song and you're just there laughing nervously yeah, maniacally yeah, for about for about a minute <laughs> anyway one day that'll happen um, and sad news the site that's used 
uh, the, hang on. I know we started talking about this and then went off in a massive tangent. Yeah, because you went on about me not caring about that magazine. Which you don't. Listen, just because <laughs> I've not heard of it doesn't mean I don't care about it. <laughs> I think it sounds like a lovely idea hmm? on paper. It's like people that think this podcast sounds like a lovely idea, then they hear it and they're like, fuck, you know. Um, <laughs> the site that used to be the home of Chariots, the former gay sauna in fancy London, could be reinvented as an immersive spaceship experience. I think I had a few immersive experiences. <laughs> you, did you frequent this establishment? Yeah, I've been a few times, yeah. yeah. I, 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 Why? Because I, I wanted... I just... Uh, uh, well, it was a sauna. Steam. That was what I was after. Clear out your pores. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I would go in for a sauna and a facial. <laughs> 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 Fucking hell. Didn't you, Jess? But, but really... Um, so you never went, no? No. No. I used to I've, live... been, I've been to one gay sauna. One in your life? And I just wandered around because <clears throat> I'm too prim and proper. I just wandered around with a towel on and talked to people Talk... and did nice. fuck all else. Oh, right. I'm too, I'm too nervous uh, to do that kind of thing. I don't even know why I went. I'll <laughs> tell you who I went with. I'll take that out. <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that out. But yeah, that's who I went with. And he he wasn't as inhibited as me. No, no. <laughs> and I was very inhibited. No. Have you, uh, uh, so you've never been to a what they describe as a sex venue. Is that that's a very tidy way of putting it? Yeah, there's like, there's like, a sex venue. There's a spectrum of them. Saunas. Yeah. That's one thing. Love a good sauna. <laughs> Great for your skin. Mm. Have uh, you ever just gone for the sauna? No. Um, <laughs> no, you shut that down very quickly. No, 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 no. Um, no, they're sex venues. There's a broad spectrum of them. So I'll give you an example. In London, you. So I'm sad that Chariots has gone. I remember going to Chariots when I was about fucking. 18. With your loyalty card. But, <laughs> and just thinking, wow. Getting your club card points. It was really exciting to me. Really exciting. Oh, but I bet it was. I bet it was really fucking, I bet it seemed really dangerous. And, uh, at 18, yeah. 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 And then um, whenever I went into uh, Chariots and Vauxhall, which I would have gone into quite a few times, fuck it, in the end, like everyone was on drugs. It was like, yeah, everyone was like doing the, the chem sex thing, but you're not supposed to be. Or not like Coco de Mall. No. <laughs> No, no, no. Like, there's a lot of... It's not there now. Uh, and, you know, they did what they could to try and prevent things like that. But a lot of people taking jail, a lot of people, like, doing on the sly, a lot of people going after all kinds of things. And you've got a broad spectrum of... Um, Tixie licks? No. Does that contain pseudoephedrine? <laughs> you've got a broad spectrum of them. So you had, like, chariots, and then you've got... There's another place called Vault 139, which is, like, a, like a bar is with a DJ. Yeah, yeah, a bar with the DJ and... Um, um, yeah, there's like <laughs> people just uh, have sex in parts of it, and then um, I used to kind of I went through a period when I when I worked in London, I was a lot younger, where I was like probably a bit addicted to doing things like that. It was really exciting to me. So Vault One Three Nine, that was like a, and it was handy. It was near work. I was gonna go for <laughs> well, a beer. Good. It was near work, so sometimes I'd pop in on the way home. So yeah, it's um. There's a whole like uh, plethora of these places, and I think it's a shame that they're, to a certain extent, I think it's a shame that they're going. You've you've not got you're not you've not got the the 
they are they can be Moorish. <laughs> there was a night at Vault yeah. 139 like where a bag of like, M&Ms <laughs> Pringles once you an, pop there was a night at Vault, Vault, Vault 139 where like you had to be like there was an underwear night just like 5pm on a Wednesday yeah. naked night where everyone just had to come to a certain point and everyone had to be naked yeah. they're, they're, they're wild you know, that's, that's making me sort of think of in a way though it's not the same you know when we've been to the Eagle in Manchester yeah okay so like, we'll go out for drinks on a Sunday and then end up in there. Yeah. And it's, they'll always have a drag queen on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah, yeah. And I just love how free and easy and liberated and the vibe there is just so uninhibited. That is different to some of these places. Some of these saunas can be fucking really bitchy because you get the regulars, you know. Yeah. You got the the people who are... I'm going to tell you two things and I'm not going to name... Um, I can't name the city and I can't name the sauna because it still exists. And can I guess? You can, but I'll have to put. I'm gonna have to just get rid of it. So, guess we'll leave a gap. That'll probably be funnier. <laughs> I wouldn't have a clue. Yes, you would. I would. Where's the main one that you'd think of when you think of a sauna? Uh, don't tell. Don't say what city, even though we both know. Right. Are we thinking yeah. of the same? Yeah. Um. I have been in there and heard one of the staff talking to people that were in because it was like a gaggle of, gaggle of gays. Is, is that the collective A gaggle, a murder of gays. <laughs> and uh, this this guy was going, oh, well, when someone gets in the fucking sling, I'll always take a photo and stick it on, send it to people on Grinder." And I was like, why? And he went, oh, just so everyone knows who's being barebacking. And I was like, Wow. There's uh there is many of them have door staff now because people are coming in after clubs and stuff like that. And this this one venue, uh, I went um it's in the last couple of years actually. Uh, I went to and overheard a conversation with the doorman on the way in. Between him and someone who arrived, and he sort of patted the guy down, and the guy had obviously been in before. And he went, "Oh, what happened last time when you were falling out with that guy?" And he went, "Oh." Uh, that guy, yeah, well, um, uh, he wasn't happy about something I said, so I thought I'd seen him go to his phone to record me. Um, so he went, yeah, why did you kick him on the floor and put him on his back? And then the guy, who's the security guy, uh, made a number of derogatory comments about Africans coming to the sauna mm-hmm. uh, and people from a travelling background um, and admitted to physically assaulting them yeah. when given the opportunity. Uh, was being very open about it and also being really aggressive around the idea that anyone would film him behaving like that, being racist, um, treating people appallingly um, and was making a big sort of holding court at the reception area about how uh, he wouldn't tolerate that. And I was just, I was around the corner listening to it like, wow, so is that the official policy? Racism on the door. So there's a lot of so this that you can see why I've not said the name of the place now. Yeah. So there's a lot goes on in 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 the world of saunas. They're really Moorish. Um. The 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 chem sex is rife. I'm sad to see the back of them, but also I'm like, couldn't someone just make one that seemed a bit more welcoming? But good to see that chariots will become an immersive spaceship experience. What was the remark about black holes? Oh, what did I say? With thrusting rockets and black holes. Oh! And that was the out. And <laughs> um, what we need to do, Kev, is we need to what we'll what we'll do 
for the hundredth episode when you say cunt. Mm. Oh, sorry. Whatever I said, fifteen well, we'll, times. We'll, we'll 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 get you. We'll do it from. Um, we need to find a sauna. Is there? There's one in Stockport. <laughs> There's a sauna in Stockport. Is there? Yeah, we'll do. We'll do the show live. God, we've barely got running water in Stockport. <laughs> there's a sauna. There is. There's a sauna in Stockport. What's it called? Heat. There's a store in, in, in There's a sauna in Stockport. It's called Heat Sauna. So we'll do the hundredth episode in there from the glory holes. Um, Could be uh, live <laughs> with yeah. a, an invited audience. <laughs> Ticketed. That'd be amazing. Yeah, I think we'll do that. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone, just in a towel. Yeah, yeah. I like that idea. Um, it's one to stick on the uh, on the the planning board that doesn't exist. Uh, Kev, I'll see you next time for more Queer News. Bye. Play Outcast UK on TikTok and Instagram. Just search Play Outcast UK.